This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Gentlemen, girls, and boys of all ages, it's show 205. That means that we are halfway to 410 because that's math. Math is fun. Uh, what is also fun is Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Math is fun. Uh, math is, it can be fun, I suppose. And sometimes mm-hmm. it can be awful. It just depends on which kind of math you're doing, I think. <laughs> a, a woman who claimed to be a fortune teller has been jailed for calling a victim into give a, uh, giving her $1.6 million to lift a family curse. How much would you pay uh, a fucking fortune teller to uh, lift your family's curse? Uh, nothing, because that's not real, and I'm an atheist. What? <laughs> what? It's not real? Oh. Oh. Do you know what's real, though? What? I am 40 today. All right. Four Happy zero. birthday. Happy birthday Thank for... you. Yeah. Four zero. Yeah. I'm an old man now. I'm officially an old man. An old, an old Virgo. Are you still a Virgo? In the... Yes. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, still a Virgo. I'm right on the line. I'm like the day... Are you right? Yeah, I'm like yeah. the day of... Uh, the very first day of Virgo or whatever. So I assume that you yes. were as well because my birthday was last week. Uh, and yeah. Yes. So yeah, maybe... I, I don't believe in any of that either because I don't think a star signs... Uh, um, tell you how your life's going to go, but it is interesting that we both kind of have a birthday around the same time. Right. According to Virgos, they are very, um, uh, they are very uh, good at cleaning and keeping a system and things. And I, I, I laugh every time I, 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 I see that because I'm a dirty, messy person that doesn't like system and anything. Me too. I'm the yeah. exact same way. I'm like, <laughs> I would, I get like confused when I clean up because I lose things. If I clean up too yeah. much and then I'm, I put things away and I don't remember where I put them. Right. I'm shit up at cleaning. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I just, I just found, found it so interesting that you would pay pay at 1.6 fucking million. That is a lot of money. 
I understand they met in 2007. Seven. So I understand it's taken some time to get the, that money between now and 2007. That's what are you talking about? Uh, uh, Twelve years. Oh, this woman that that stole uh, uh, one point six million. Did she steal uh, it? She met her. With- well, she she she's jailed for conning a victim into giving her one point six. Right. So he wasn't really so, stealing yeah. it because the lady just physically gave it to her, right? So I don't think that's right. technically stealing. It might be, uh, yeah, like being a con artist, but it, it definitely not stealing. Right. Uh, their friendship lasted seven years during. Uh, 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 the woman asked for large sums of money so she could buy items like crystals and candles to perform a meditation to remove the curse. Of course. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I love how we talk news before the news. Uh, you talked to me some about something you found. Apparently they fired John Bolton yesterday, who's like insane Donald Trump did. Uh, he was a security advisor, national security advisor. So he was like okay. the big war hawk that was trying to... The whole Iran thing probably got started by this guy, Fro, to be honest. And so this okay. is a good thing that this guy's gone, for sure. 100%. Okay. Uh, is, uh, is it as easy as it sounds like a security uh, counselor uh, goes and talks about war? Is that their fucking job? I think he's... Yeah, he's an advisor, so he's just supposed to advise on war. I don't think he's technically supposed to go, like, talk to other people, but I think he did while he was in... Uh, while he was in office, I guess you call it. But yeah, he's okay. been known as, like, a war hawk for years and years and years. He was, he's was he been in multiple administrations, most of them during things like the Iraq War and things like that. This guy is... He was bad news from the beginning, uh, and I guess Trump and him had disagreements on how to, uh, specifically how to handle uh, the Iran situation and other things. So, and the funny part is, Bolton is saying that he uh, resigned, and Trump is saying he fired him. So we don't know which one it is really, but my guess is. Is it okay that I don't trust any of them? I was gonna say I don't. I don't know who to believe because they're both giant liars. So, giant liars who lie. Did you see the paroguing yesterday? The what? The paroguing. The paroguing? Like pierogies? Yes. No, no. It's called paroguing when they closed uh, when they closed down uh, the British Parliament yesterday. <sighs> oh no, I didn't. I saw today, or was it yesterday? At some point, I saw uh, this week they had. They decided uh, they passed a law to block a no-deal Brexit. I saw that. Yes. Yeah. I think we talked about that last week, actually. But, uh, yeah, yesterday they closed it. So it's now going to open the 13th of October. That makes the deadline for Brexit quite, quite, quite... Right, they got like two weeks after that or something to figure something yeah. out, um, or yeah. to guess have uh, figure out a general election. Is that enough time to do a general election? I really don't even know. 
I really don't know either. Yeah, yeah, I... How long? Does... How long does it take to shit the bed? Uh, one night. So I mean, I don't know. How long does it take to make an election? I never made an election before, so I really don't know. We could. Well, uh, okay. We are two voters. We can now vote if we are going to talk about something else. I vote yes. If we're going to talk... Oh, are you talking about... Bre what are we talking about here? I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I said, I'm voting that we're going to talk about something else. I say yes. Uh, I believe we are. Uh, did you see this... Now this uh, video, Fro? No. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and how, no. how you're not supposed to say ladies and gentlemen, but we, we oh, yeah, it at yeah, the beginning yeah. of the show anyways. Yeah. Now this, apparently, came out with a video that says you're not you're not also not supposed to say the word guys, Fro. Oh. Like, you're not, not supposed to say, hey guys, what's going on? If it's a group okay. of people that's not only male. They're saying ah, it's okay. offensive to women to say guys if you're using it as mm. a colloquial term, uh, as in like Got a it. group of people. Got it. Hello, guys. But you're not allowed yeah. to say that anymore, apparently. Can you say hello, guys and girls? Uh, I don't think so, unless the women are under the age of, what, 10, then you could call them girls, but I don't think you're allowed to call women girls anymore either. I, I, it's really confusing at this point. I, mm. I'm i just going to call people uh, by numbers from now on. <laughs> Hello, 316. <laughs> <laughs> I just number them by when I met them. So I'll just start with the first person I met, and they'll be number one. <laughs> you go to your mom. Hi, hi, one. <laughs> you don't do that. Hi, two. <laughs> exactly, right. Yeah, yeah, and there we begin. <laughs> Fro is like 1,436. <laughs> what the fucking complicated <laughs> trying to remember what fucking number you are as well. <laughs> And I'm going to introduce you to others. <laughs> like, yeah, hello, this is 4,316. No, he isn't. He's 6,218 for me. Right, everybody's got their own different set of numbers. <laughs> yeah. It all have to be in, like, we'd have to have computer chips in our brains and some kind of, like, oh my God. spreadsheet to figure it all out, yeah. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Oh, that would be the worst system ever. I, tried, I, think, I think they tried it uh, during Holocaust. They had those numbers tattooed on people. Oh, I mean, if it you go to any... It's just how it is in any jail. They're all numbered. They, yeah. yeah. They don't even consider True. you a person. Yeah. True. Uh, oh, my God. Whew, uh, what else are we not going to go deep uh, about? You talked about some other news that you saw. What did I see? Uh, something about the CIA having a... Uh, oh, yeah, a spy. A spy in the Russian government, apparently. Uh, mm -hmm. I, it says they were able to get some kind of in information directly from, like, Putin's office. But I don't... I, okay. Highly classified Russian information, yeah. 
But this is all according to CNN. Uh, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it a little sad when we when we have to go like, yeah, it's from CNN. Uh, oh, it's from Fox News. Uh. Uh, like the exact same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take it with a grain uh, of salt, I guess. But uh, it's an interesting story if you look into it. Uh. Another thing I did this week, I don't know, I grew a lot of hot peppers. I think I talked about this on the podcast okay. in the past. Sure. And I, I'm, uh, I made hot sauce. I've never made hot sauce before, but Ooh. I made habanero hot sauce. This is spicy stuff, Ooh. but it's really good. And actually, making hot sauce is not as hard as you would think. Hot stuff, baby, this evening. I've never had to cook wearing safety glasses before until now. But <laughs> when you're stirring hot sauce and you're pouring it and stuff, if it got in your eyes, it, it, you would be effed. But uh, I would pay a million dollars to see you in, in your full gear make, making making uh, the sauce. It will look like you're a member of Breaking Bad. Making mess <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, so maybe you will be a part of that new Netflix movie that's coming out. What's it about? Uh, the Breaking Bad one. Oh, the new Breaking Bad movie, just, right. Yeah, yeah, just with you making chili instead. Making hot sauce, my, right. Yeah. I mean, I've made that's, salsa plenty of times in the past, but hot sauce is a whole different animal because it's like concentrated heat that's it's just dangerous to handle right uh okay let's talk about uh the real news uh the norwegian election was this one uh week i i find it kind of funny because i send luke a lot of news uh during the week not this week but i i usually send a lot of news i did not send anything about the norwegian election <laughs> And then I, I go looking through what the news that Luke wants to cover. <laughs> Luke's, Luke is the one that finds something about the Norwegian government. But uh, populist search uh, spelled trouble ahead for uh, Norway's government. Norwegian voting in local elections abandoned major parties in the record numbers on Monday. According to early accounts, opting uh, for a plethora of smaller groups in the latest show of political discount in Europe. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, while uh, Prime Minister Arnold Sudberg's ruling uh, uh, conservatives were on track for the worst performance in the regional voting since 2003. The top opposition Labour Party supporters could not dwindle for record lows broadcasters NRK and TV2 uh, reported. The election boasted a range of parties, including Socialists, Communists, uh, the Greens, and the Rural uh, Centre Party rural, as well. Rural. 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 Not rich. Rural. <laughs> oh. A rural central party, as well as the pro motorist F and B, who dedicates itself to opposing uh, cons congestion uh, changes and other road tolls. 
Conge- congestion charges? Oh, okay. So they're against, like, taxes on cars. Right. Okay. I thought this was going to be pro-motorist in the sense that you guys are m- moving to all electric cars in, what, two, uh, two, 2030? Maybe they were against right. that. Maybe they are against that as well. I don't know. Well, who the fuck knows? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a protest party on, on, on the level of uh, the Brexit party. Right. I don't see the Reds because, in here anywhere that we talked about last week. Uh, well, that's the communists. Oh, is it? They're the same? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. It says here Solberg's conservatives and government part- partners, the liberals, the Christian Democrats, and the progressive... Uh, look to look to set a win for thirty four percent of the vote combined. Oh, look to win with thirty four percent of the vote combined, but collectively losing nine percentage points uh, from four years ago. Yeah. Uh, the green. I, I'm very, I'm very happy about that. It says here uh, the center party is sur- see saw a surge uh, to a record fourteen point seven from eight point five four mm. years ago. The Greens and FNB, uh, which are polar opposites on the environment and transport policies, were each set to make solid, solid gains in, in the cities as well. Right. So, so all the I, major parties I, are going down and all the little parties are gaining support. Right. And I will to the center party, as I told people before. Uh, on uh, not Last week, last I think. Podcast. You... Yeah, last week, yeah. So I'm, I'm very happy that they searched a record on 14.7% from 8.5. That's almost double. Quite a jump. Yeah, quite a jump. I'm very, very happy to see that. I think Tron would be very happy because the Greens has done pretty good. And he's a member of the Green Party. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, it says here there's a parliamentary vote for 2021. Uh, if yes. the 2020 vote for the parliament were to show a similar outcome to this, uh, Solenberg would lose her narrow majority, uh, mm-hmm. and the labor leader, J- Jonas Gar, Storey. Yeah, you... <laughs> I love when Luke guesses what people... I just guess, yeah. <laughs> Jonas Gar Storey. I was mm-hmm. got close. I was close. Mm-hmm. He's one of the Jonas brothers. Uh, would face uh, complex <laughs> coalition talks with the centrist and left parties. <laughs> Definitely one of the Jonas brothers. <laughs> oh, welcome to a silly episode. But yeah, um, not so good Norway news. Uh, this is very, very sad for uh, all our uh, four-legged friend. Uh, do you want to take us through this? Uh, it says dog owners have been warned to limit uh, contact with other dogs as a result of a mystery illness, which has affected hundreds of dogs in Norway in recent weeks. Uh, currently, yeah. 25 dogs have died as a result of the il- illness. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to say that symptoms because they're gross but uh, they're bad and have showed uh, have showed up in around 200 dogs so far according to Norway's veterinary institute though it is important mm. to note that the stis- oh, statistics are estimates since Norway does not have a uh, national register 
Right. Rough dogs. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Or maybe just right. il- illnesses in dogs. Those when autopsies were uh, carried out. Oh, autopsies were carried out on ten dogs. Each case revealed a severe intestinal infection. Five of the dogs mm-hmm. experienced uh, abnormal elevated levels of two bacteria. Ooh, wow. Uh, Clostra- Clostridium perfingens, prefringrins, and Provodicicalala alakazam. Right? Alakazam. Yeah, but uh, this is very, very, very sad. All of a sudden, all the newspapers in Norway are talking about this, and like people are scared to like cuddle with their dogs and things like that. So it's very, very strange. Several theories about the cause of the illness have been circulating on social media, such as a virus or bacteria, food poisoning, or intentional poisoning. How- Intentional, mm-hmm. like somebody intentionally poisoned two hundred dogs yeah. all around the country. Yeah. That would be really a mm-hmm. strange coincidence if they all did it at the same time. All the owners of these dogs, but it does say there's nothing to indicate this at this stage that the illness uh, can be transmitted over to humans. Right. But people are being very, very careful, and of course, I mean, two hundred dogs and twenty of them, twenty-five of them have died. They, they're calling it uh, 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 one newspaper that are a very like uh, sensationalist newspaper was like calling it, oh, could this be the black death of dogs in Norway? And I was like, yeah, maybe keep it a little down. 25 fucking dogs have died. Right. But this is just a start, are, right? So it, it's gonna right. get, it's gonna be more uh, inevitably. Right. I just wonder if it has anything. I've heard of this in the past: uh, glacial ice melting and releasing unknown viruses or bacteria. Have you heard of this in the past? Right. Yes. From like global warming or or whatever the the ice caps yeah. melting, and you're very you're near there. I don't know if it has. I'm I'm just speculating, but it's very possible. I guess. Mm, could be. <clears throat> Talking about uh, things that uh, uh, are a little weird, um, uh, Pamela Anderson and Megan uh, McCain clashed uh, with her, uh, Julian Assange as a cyber terrorist on The View. Both me and you have watched the video, and I have to ask you, did you recognize Pamela Anderson right away? Because I was like, is that Pamela Anderson? Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I've seen her recently, so I wasn't really surprised. Oh. Right. Okay. I was like, whoa, she has fucking changed. Uh, there's, she's had a lot of plastic surgery, you can tell, but she's also just gotten older. I don't know when the last time you saw her was. Uh, Baywatch? No, Barbed Wire. Well, that was, that was <laughs> almost 30 years ago, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't really followed her career, to be honest. After Barbed Wire, the Oscar-nominated movie Barbed Wire, everybody go and see that movie. It's amazing. She's kind of been an outspoken outspoken activist on uh, um, animal rights, as well as Julian Assange. So I've kind of followed her. Noah. Noah. Yeah, Noah. She's a member of Noah. But yeah, take me through this. 
uh, Pamela Anderson and Meghan McCain had a testy exchange about Julian Assange on The View Friday morning, in which McCain insisted he was a cyber terrorist, while Anderson uh, called him uh, called him and whistleblowers Edward Snowden and Chelsea Manning heroes. Uh, mm-hmm. McCain's tenure on The View has led to plenty of explosive political ar- arguments with their liberal co-hosts and guests. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this lady before, but she does this all the time. Yes. Uh, on this show. I have. Uh, yeah. She. I don't follow the show uh, religiously, but I know of her. Right, exactly. I just see, I don't ever watch the show. I just see clips of her all the time that come out of the show. Her right. and maybe Whoopi is like yeah. the second person I see clips coming out of, and the other ones, right. I don't even remember who any of the other people are on that show. Uh, the I base- know they have a, a old lady that is kind of the leader, and I never, ever remember her name. Whoopi, right? It's Whoopi Goldberg. She's mm-hmm. like the leader of the, the no. group. The redhead, little like old lady. Isn't oh, she I, the, I, the, I always thought Whoopi was the leader of the group. I, I okay. Maybe I just yeah. I, maybe it's just because she's the most famous that I think she's the leader. Does that make sense? She right. kind of is the most right. famous out of all of them. Um, oh yeah. The, uh, the Baywatch act, uh, Baywatch actress and activist was first asked how Assange was doing after she visited him in jail. She said his health was deteriorating and he was a victim of a U.S.-led smear campaign and propaganda, uh, a claim that she echoed before. Uh, she, of right. course, uh, has been said to have a romantic relationship, uh, a romantic in na- nature, but she did not reiterate the claim on The View on Friday. Right. I loved when 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 she was asked like uh, uh, about uh, smearing feces on the wall and 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 she asked back, back what would you do if you were locked in a room for six years and McCain responded like well I wouldn't be a cyber terrorist which she is <laughs> it's so Jesus it's so fucking. Uh, McCain said that uh, Assange was a hacker, which Anderson refuted, uh, mm-hmm. saying that he he was a publisher of classified a- uh, information and not a hacker. Uh, McCain said his leaks included classified documents that put our national security at risk, our military and lives of the spies and diplomats at risk. Uh and then Anderson responded, uh, there are war crimes that need to be punished, uh, and they haven't. The war crimes that he expo- exposed, and no one is doing anything about those, but uh, they put him in jail to shut him up. Mm-hmm. Yep. More or less. Uh, I could not agree with Pam Landerson more. And I, w- I don't think I would said that. To be honest, <laughs> and she—it it seemed like she kept a pretty level head, even though she was being attacked yeah, by this lady. Yeah, yeah. On, oh, if yeah, you actually watched the, the clip, right? Uh, she oh, was yeah. able to like maintain, and she had good answers for everything they came out with. Uh, at one point, she even said, uh, uh, "People are, are people are at risk, are going to die because of what he released." And uh, Pamela Anderson is like, how many people do our military kill every day? And uh, mm-hmm. nobody's answering for those deaths or, or anything, but he publishes uh, information for the American public to see, and he's the bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
activist uh, down in the Amazon uh, River. Tell me uh, about this Latin American story. Uh, right, uh, kind of following up from the rainforest burning, uh, police in Brazil yes. are investigating murder of an official who had worked to protect the indigenous people from uh, farmers and loggers attempting to seize the land. Um, Maxeli Santos was reportedly shot twice in the head uh, in the city of uh, Tabatinga, near Brazil's border. Uh, union officials say Mr. Santos was shot in front of his family members. Uh, the killing comes amid outra international outrage at the rate of the destruction of the Amazon rainforest. At least 80,000 fires were recorded between January and August, August this year, more than double the number right. of last year. Uh, mm -hmm. The Brazilian populist uh, president has drawn intense uh, domestic and international criticism. Uh, Mr. Santos served more than 12 years at FUNAI, uh, in including five as chief environmental service, uh, environment services at uh, the reservation. Uh, the union called the Brazilian government to demonstrate uh, uh, Brazil no longer condone... Oh, Brazil no longer condones violence against those who engage under the rule of law in protection and promotion of indigenous rights. So this guy was trying to protect mm. the indigenous people there, and they killed him. And uh, there's a lot of speculation that it, it the government is involved in it. Right. I mean... It, it it reminds me a little like Operation of Pigs of Bay. I'm a, I mean, every time I, I I hear things of people being killed like this, it's like uh, I, I I I always go, oh, that is not random, and this seems very 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 not random. <laughs> you see, understand what I mean? Like, this seems very liberated, very, like, uh, there's a reason why they are, are attacking him. And it seems like, uh, yeah, it seems like uh, they want to get rid of him sooner, more than later. It says here, Brazil's land and environment activists have long been targeted for the mining and logging uh, targets for the mining and log logging industry. According to the environmental watchdog group Global Witness, Brazil was one of the most deadly countries in 2017 with a record 57 such activists killed uh, in that year. Yeah. Yeah, that's saying something. Yeah. They are trying to get rid of the opposition. Exactly. It yeah. works. Yeah. I guess it, it works. does. The only thing is like, uh, and I think the reason why we hear of this is like, because if this would happen in Russia, there would be no fucking reporters. Or in China, there would be no fucking reporters. Right. Do you think this doesn't doesn't like happen in, in, in places like this? They're like, the only reason why this is, got discovered is because somebody has some gritty images and actually cared enough to 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 write about it 
It's like uh, you know that that old thing. Uh, uh, what sound does a fallen tree uh, make in a forest where nobody is? It's a little like that where it, with murders going on. And if you think America is unguilty of that, you have not fucking read your history. <laughs> you have not read your history. Every every government have blood on their hands in one way or another. Right. Speaking yeah. of America. Uh, leaked offer to Iranian tanker captain exposed as an open secret. The U.S. Uh, is going to. Uh, the U.S. will pay you millions of dollars uh, if you betray its enemies. Uh, last week, a leaked yeah. email showed that the U.S. government offered millions of dollars to the captain of an Iranian oil tanker in exchange for letting the ship be captured. Uh, the open window onto. Uh, a species of U.S. covert operations which has run for years but rarely is known to the public. Uh, last week, uh, the ongoing saga of the U.S. attempts to hinder the passage of Iranian-flagged uh, oil tanker uh, oil tankers across the Mediterranean took a bizarre tur turn when it became public knowledge that a ship's captain was offered a large payment by the U.S. government to defect. Although mm. unusual in many respects, the offer brought to light a practice that is that many consider an open secret and that the US will pay key individuals millions of dollars to betray their uh, to betray its enemies the offer came uh, to the captain of Adrian Daria 1 a tanker which was detained by UK forces in the Mediterranean but later let go if you remember mm. i remember this happening uh, mm -hmm. after its release an email from the state department official Brian Hook exposed an offer from the U.S. government, uh, exposed the offer from the U.S. government. The captain was told he would secure millions of dollars and a new life in the U.S. if he was to, if he would sh sail the ship to a port where it could be recaptured. Wow. Yeah. Like I said, if you think your government is without any blood on their hands, and I'm not in, involved with anything like this. <laughs> just this just fucking improves it, doesn't it? It says here the ship itself was blacklisted under a package of sanctions the U.S. has been using to pressure Iran to renegotiate a so-called nuclear deal uh, struck by the Obama administration. Right. It, this all comes out of the that new uh, Trump getting out of that nuclear deal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have an update. We we talked about the taking some water tests uh, from uh, the Loch Ness uh, Lake uh, in Scotland. Uh, Otago University researcher has confirmed that Loch Ness contains no monster or dinosaur DNA. Uh, the Loch Ness m m monster could be a giant. Eel, according to a fishy new theory. <laughs> See what they gar the Guardian did there. Fishy new theory. <laughs> oh, the Guardian. Oh. That will keep the Highlands just guessing. One of the biggest DNA uh, studies of its kind, a team of scientists from uh, New Zealand's Ontario University found the presence of about 3,000 species in the deep murky waters of the Scottish Loch. 
Um, most of the creatures were very small, while they did detect DNA from pigs, deer, uh, sticklebacks, humans. There, w- there were no monsters. But Professor Neil Gemmel, who led the study, said it could be uh, that he couldn't rule out the theory that eels in the lock have grown to extreme sizes. So he's not really confirming it. I think I think uh, 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 um, one one someone asked him, "But can you rule out eels?" And he goes, "No, but I can't." rule out giant pigs either <laughs> because we found pigs DNA <laughs> you see what I mean it does say here Jemmel said the sheer volume of eel DNA surprised him and his team and maintaining a straight face he added we don't know if eel DNA uh, if the eel DNA we are detecting is from a gigantic eel or just many many small eels <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've seen a lot of the fake uh, footage. I don't think anything looks like an eel, but uh, I think I think we will never ever find out. I think it's possible that one uh, famous famous picture could be in the sense that uh, if it was taken from the right angle. And in the right, right time of day where the sun was in the right place, uh, even a medium-sized eel with its head sticking up out of the water like that, it could, right. with the right camera angle and everything, look like that picture. So I, I guess I understand where they're coming from. But, um, then again, we finally, finally, finally found proof of a UFO. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, that's right, Russian coal miners. Uh, the UFO has been discovered lying buried in a Russian coal mine, and a recently uh, resurfaced Russian video uh, has oh a recently resurfaced Russian vi- video has announced. The Russian mm-hmm. state media claimed the mysterious UFO-shaped object was discovered in a coal mine. Uh, Russia Today reported the UFO measuring 1.2 meters across or 3.9 feet, uh, which is pretty small. Across uh, the weighing, uh, oh, weighing approximately 200 kilograms, the Atlantis claims were accompanied with a brief interview with an unnamed man who claimed to help discover the UFO. And why don't we watch that that video right there up at the top, from? I will. Do you want to read out what he says? Yeah, I'll read the thing as as it goes. You just give me a countdown. In three, two, one. Uh, the excavator driver told me he found an unusual object on the coal face. He asked me to come and see what it was. I arrived at the coal basin and saw a thing. At first I thought it was a shield, but we put it on the edge. And I saw that it looks like a uh, UFO. And now we see a picture of it. It mm-hmm. looks like a UFO. I believe that the finding may be some kind of object for throwing. It's possible if the ancients were bigger than us, they may have used this disc for throwing. 
Or it could be some kind of miniature copy that is, if people saw sky objects like this, then they may have just made a copy of this UFO. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a fucking UFO. It also just looks like a big rock, though. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looks like everything. Yeah. Uh, talking about the election, I'm going to guess that uh, Tron has been very, very, very busy with the election, so we don't have Tron tells the truth, so let's move on. Well, there's one thing we got to talk about. Uh, Dem debate, oh. Dem debate uh, tomorrow night. Dem debate, yes. Yes, of course it's tomorrow, because it's fucking Thursday. <laughs> right. Uh, so, but I wanted to go just through who's going to be on tomorrow, so we got an idea of what we're going to be dealing with. Uh, let's see, the first... Uh, okay, sorry, I lost. Who qualified for the debate? Here we go. Uh, Biden, Sanders, Warren, Harris, Cory Booker, Amy Klobuchar, Pete Booty Judge, uh, Julian Castro, and Andrew Yang. Oh, and then Beto O'Rourke. Those are, are going to be our ten people in there. Okay. Uh, I miss one. Uh, yeah, me too. I mean, it, there's even more polls that have come out recently of of uh, Tulsi Gabbard putting her, as far yep. as like the numbers go, above um, people like Julian Castro, Better Work, Andrew Yang... Uh, and Amy Klobuchar, she's beating all those people, but somehow she's not on the debate stage, and they are. I don't understand, right? It doesn't really make sense, but it's just the rules the DNC have come up with. Yeah, uh, Gabbard is definitely the one uh, I would uh, I would switch uh, out uh, someone with Gabbard, and I would love to 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 see her on stage. Right? How is Amy Klobuchar on there? I, who is voting for Amy Klobuchar? Right. As opposed to the Tulsi Gabbard, yeah. I know it's it's a little sad, but yeah, we will definitely do a recap of that next week. So we have a Facebook page. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. We have a Twitter page. It's at uh, AD podcast ADC uh, uh, on uh, Twitter podcast at ADC uh, on Twitter. Uh, we have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. And we are a member of Pod All the Time Network. Check out uh, all the uh, podcasts on Pod All the Time Network. They are very nice to us and retweets us and help us. Yeah. Is, uh, all, is, all, is that all the plugs? <laughs> I think that, I that's something? That's the middle of the show plugs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sh share the podcast. I forgot to say that in the beginning. So share the podcast. Sharing is uh, caring. Uh, yesterday, uh, there was a little thing from Apple. Uh, they have it on the 10th of uh, September. Uh, it came out uh, new Apple TV Plus news. Uh, the streaming service launches uh, the 1st of November and will cost you $4.99 a month. 
Um, That's just uh, crazy first, talk. What do you think about the price? Uh, well, first of all, I see the price and I say that's not possible to have a streaming network at that price. What I don't see here is if that includes that it has commercials or not. Do you see anything about right. it being commercial free? If yeah. it had commercials, I can understand a four ninety nine price. Otherwise, all right. they're doing is trying to knock off their competitors at a loss to themselves because you can't make money oh. at this price. No, I, I totally agree. Um, what also came out is that if you buy any new Apple products from yesterday, you will get one year free of Apple Plus. Uh, so that's a very good promotion, I think. It's very smart of them. Well, I mean, this comes after that six ninety nine monthly price from Disney Plus. Uh, right. So they're trying to undercut Disney, who, which Disney was already trying to undercut Netflix and Hulu, and that, see, like it's right. like continuous thing where like it's on. It, it, this isn't a sustainable business model, but as long as they get people no. signed up for it, enough people, then they can just raise the price later and hope that those people right. stick around, um, which I don't know if they will. But, uh, yeah, no, in, in Streaming Wars news, I sent you something. Did you want to talk a little about that? Uh, I sent you a trailer from Facebook now. Do you know that Facebook had a streaming service called Facebook now? Remember WWE had that uh, tag team tournament on there? We talked about this in the past. That's right. But but was that on Facebook now? It was Facebook Live, I think it is what it was. Yes. Yeah. Right. But it was but, this uh, Facebook uh, Facebook Live streaming service, yeah. Right. But uh, uh, the trailer I sent you looked incredibly interesting. That were that was one of the uh, most interesting things I I found about it. It was more like it's called Lime Town, and it's based on a podcast I have never ever heard of. Mm -hmm. uh, but it has Jessica Biel in it, and it looks very, it looks very good to be something from fucking Facebook. I'm interested in that. Well, I mean, it could be just it was something that other networks had shopped around, and it had already been made, and uh, Facebook was like, "Yeah, we'll take it if nobody else wants it," or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, I I agree. Uh, Four ninety nine is not uh, 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 at all uh, a price that I think is. Uh, it's very smart of them to undercut Disney. Uh, it will be interesting to see how much uh, content there will be on day one. I guess we will see in November November first. It will be interesting to see it play Leastly, uh, I'm really looking forward to the streaming wars, wars because uh, wars means me more content for us to to see. And if they want our attention, they have to make good content. So why the fuck would I complain? 
Right, and it could, in theory, also lower the price of everything, in theory. But it, will that happen? We, we don't know. And then over time, somebody ends up winning out, and then we end up with some kind of weird monopoly on the streaming services. If they, I mean, Disney has the money. They could just start buying out Hulu. They could buy out Netflix, buy all these places out so they don't exist anymore and just be the only major streaming service left, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk a little about television shows. Have you watched any this week? Uh, yeah, I saw Wu Tang and American Saga. Good, I've seen that as well. Uh, not all the episodes are out yet, but it's like a it's oh. coming out episode by episode. Uh, I think I saw the first four episodes were out, or maybe it was the first three. Mm-hmm. I, th- uh, I think three. Right. Okay. Yeah. And. Uh, I liked it. It very interesting combination of like, um, first of all, it is written by two of the guys from the Wu Tang Clan, so it's like they right. they wrote it. It's not written by just some random dude or a computer in the basement of a college or something. Uh, <laughs> and I really like the cutaways to the animation bits that kind of yes. illustrate the story. Uh, those were yes. very different. It kind of reminded me of Run Lola Run in a way. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, I overall I, I gave this an eight, solid eight. What do you think? I give it a solid eight as well. I I thought it was in, incredibly entertaining, and I I thought it was uh, one of the uh, I I have high hopes for this show. Do you know how many episodes there is? Altogether, no, I don't. Okay, but yeah, no. I I've seen three episodes. I'm not sure if it was three or four that has came out, but I've seen three of them. Yeah, whatever but, yeah, the, was out so far. I, yeah, it's the first three episodes are out. So the next episode right. comes out. Uh, oh, today, actually. Oh, today. Nice. Uh, and altogether, it's looking like ten episodes. So. Ah. Yeah, well, it will be better, better than other things I've seen this week. Um, I saw the end of uh, Elementary. Uh, finally got through uh, the end of Elementary. Uh, are we allowed to spoil it yet? Has it gone so far? I think you can just talk around this, the very ending. But I uh, said okay, to you, yes. like, the real finale is the, the second to last episode. And right. then I the last episode is, like... Uh, it's like a... A Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Or a wrap-up, maybe? It kind of wraps up mm-hmm. all the rest of the stories. Right. Um, I liked it. Um, I give the whole shebang a 7.5. Yeah, sounds thing. about right. Um, yeah. <clears throat> did you see at the end how they set up pos- for a possible yes. another season? It's like... They they yeah, left it where if Netflix was like, hey, we want to we want to start the show up again. It could be started right. up again very easily, but yeah. very easily. Uh, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, it now because I also seen twelve fucking movies uh, <laughs> because I downloaded Into the Dark uh, finally. Oh, uh, that, yeah, I've and, seen a couple of those. Yes. You've seen a, t- a couple of those. I've seen all 12 of them uh, <coughs> wow. because it's 
one for every fucking season. Uh, amazing, are just amazing. I I recommend, I recommend it. It's it's uh, movie length episodes. I would almost have it in my movie round, other than that I've actually seen a movie. Uh, or See, two. I think I uh, was looking it up somewhere. And it was in the section with the movies, not in the section with TV. So I think it is technically uh, movies. Yeah. Okay. But it's also TV show because it's like once a month. And well, it's kind it's, of like a TV show in in that it's ripping off a Black Mirror, a kind of. Right. Right. But yeah, all all in all, I give it a hard eight. Okay. All the movies combined, <clears throat> and that's pretty good when it's twelve fucking movies. Yeah, and the last thing we're going to talk about is uh, something I know Luke watched. What is it, Luke? The Spy with Sasha Baron Cohen. The Spy, yes. Was it? Because I didn't fucking recognize him. <laughs> Why didn't you recognize him? No, I. I mean, I mean. It's it's very I forgot that it was him and that's a very good thing. That's Oh, I guess so. Like, okay. I I haven't seen him in something like this before. <clears throat> that's true. And 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 when you forget uh that the actor in front of you has been in This is America Bruno and uh and uh, uh Ali G show and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> like when you forget that this is a comedic actor and he actually acts the fuck out of this role because I'm I'm going to say it now I really really like this show I thought it was okay I thought it was a little bit boring to be honest <clears throat> maybe I went into it and okay. I saw it on Netflix and I went Ooh, a new Sasha Baracola show. This is going to be funny. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not funny at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. There's not even a joke in there anywhere. <laughs> no, no. No. Uh, like, like I said, it's it's about the Israeli spy. It's yeah, a Mossad spy that is yeah. uh, going to Syria. Right, but he's in yeah. what was it, Argentina for a bunch of it. Yes, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a good, well put together show. It's not that; mm -hmm. just a little boring is all. So I gave it a six. Oh, okay. We're definitely going to get disagree because I gave it eight and a half. Yeah, I mean, I'm still I'm above a five, good. but I just was not. Yeah. I went into it with the bad expectations, right? Maybe I should have read yes. up on it more, but I went into it totally clean with the only thing I didn't even real. I knew it was coming out, but I didn't realize it had uh, Sasha Baron Cohen in it till I actually start start like went in and clicked the thing, and I was like, "Oh, he's in it, okay." Uh, and mm, okay. then I went into it totally clean, other than that, and I I just wasn't. I wasn't entertained. It wasn't that it wasn't a good show because it was well shot. The acting was amazing. Everything else, but to me, I was like, I'm not really invested in this story. To I don't know. Mm. 
Um, let's talk about something I wasn't invested in this fucking week. Jesus Christ, this was hard to watch this week. The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Episode 2. Can we disagree? Well, what was it about, first and foremost? Well, the name of Episode 2, Nothing is Simple Anymore. As Deet mm-hmm. sets out on her quest, Agra awakens from a long journey, Rian flees the castle, and Brea searches for the meaning of the mysterious symbol. Can we agree that this is a worse episode than the last one? By the way, the mystery symbol is the Holy Trinity symbol. Uh, yes. <laughs> why didn't they pick a symbol that was a little less well-known? <laughs> yeah. But do you agree with me that this, this is a, a worse episode somehow? Oh, it definitely... Well, nothing happened. Did anything happen in this episode? Uh, no. 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 Well, she found the weird... Uh, uh, Jar Jar Binks character, as I called it in my notes there. That uh, oh, can D- only the, speak... The underground girl did. Right. Uh, she found the Jar Jar Binks of this fucking show. Yeah, but did anything her. else happen with her story except for finding this one character. Okay. And then what about in the story with Agra? Did anything happen except for Uh, her waking up? No. No. Okay, so did anything happen with Rianne except for (laughs) him getting out of the castle? No. So one thing happened to every character in an hour-long episode. (laughs) Yep. That's not great. (laughs) I'm gonna be honest. (laughs) so fucking boring. And then I'm like, I, 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 I thought what episode one was awful, and and I was like, how can they make it worse? And I was like, ha I'm sure episode two will be as uh, as bad as first episode, and and they proved me wrong. Look, no, they made it even more boring with the less somehow less action. <laughs> less less dialogue and less good voice acting and less things that happens and less everything this was so atrociously bad I'm so fucking happy that we're never ever going to talk about this TV show again is Agra in the movie Fro? Uh, I believe so yes okay I don't remember. I don't remember it well enough. But she, she looks right. like the guy on the cover of Pink Floyd's "The Wall." Did they just right. directly steal that character from that cover of that album? Oh, maybe. It seemed like it. But, I mean, yeah. look at if you compare the two, it's like exactly the same. I gave this episode a one look. Uh, I'll still give it a two. Yeah. I mean, there's. It's still. There aren't any, like, audio problems or anything else or anything like that, like, a- anything uh, so production-wise, but it just, nothing happened. Um, I mean, the dialogue is stilted as all hell. All of it is. Uh, right. But that was true for last episode as well. Right. But uh, what people don't know is what we're going to do next, Look, Instead of this shit. Uh, we're going to watch a new show, and it's called Undone. Can you tell me a little about Undone? Right. Um, it's an adult animated 
comedy drama, uh, is what I'm to understand. Uh, I believe it's on Amazon, yeah, Amazon Prime, uh, video, obviously. Uh, 28-year-old Alma nearly dies in a car accident. She finds she has a new relationship with time, and she develops a newfound relationship, uh, oh, she develops this newfound relationship to find out the truth about her father's death. So it's like a time travel adult uh, cartoon. Uh, with actors that we know. Who's acting in this? Uh, right. Uh, let me find that out. Uh, Bob, Bob o- Odenkirk. I, I remember that one. Uh, right. Anybody else you remember? Uh, no. Hey, he's the one I was like, oh, he's in the right. show. Let's watch this. And it comes out the 13th. So in two days. Okay. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. So we are definitely going to to check that out, and you will hear what we thought about the first episode of Undone. It looks very interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, we saw the trailer already. It looks pretty good. It kind of reminds yes. me of what Scanner Darkly I said, which was like a movie right. with Keanu Reeves from two thousand six, because it's that animation where it's the uh, yes. uh, what do you call it? Uh, where they mo- motion cap- capture animation, where they take right. a real person, they motion capture, and then they am- animate over uh, over it to make it an animated film. Not a fantastic movie, an okay movie, by the way. Uh, it's one of those weird ones where it's like it's kind of a culty one where you either love it or or, or you you're confused by it or hate it, right? So, yeah, it's okay. Uh, so, it's the 11th of September, uh, as we said. Uh, 18 fucking years since uh, the attack of the World Trade Center is today. 18 years. That makes me feel fucking old, because I was 22 that day. How old were you that day? Jeez, uh, 17? Yeah. I had my 22nd birthday on that day. Oh right, you're uh, you're gonna remember it way better because it's your birthday. That's true. Like I mean, as far yes. as what, how old you were? I just remember I was a junior in high school, so I would have been like seventeen. Right. Uh, what was kind of interesting was that I had made uh, porridge, I had made uh, salmon, uh, and I even made a fucking cake. Uh, I was going to have six Mormons over. Uh, this was when I was with the Mormons right Um, and uh, there was a lot of CNN and not a lot of cake and they are really not allowed to watch news uh, on their mission or TV at all oh really? I didn't know that yeah Uh, but we kind of bended the, the rules that fucking day. But uh, we will talk about Tower 7. What is Tower 7, Luke? Uh, it ref- the name refers to two buildings that have existed in the same location within the mm-hmm. World Trade Center site. So obviously the original one that fell over and then the new one they built. Uh, the original World Trade Center was complete uh, completed in 1987, uh, it, it was destroyed in the September 11th, 11th attacks in 2001. The current structure opened May 2006. 
Uh, both buildings were developed by Larry Silverstein, American businessman, mm -hmm. uh, who holds the ground lease for the site. Uh, the original it's signed by a Norwegian uh, company actually it is is the memorial grounds uh, of of uh, this uh, World Trade Center thing. It's designed by Snöhetta. Uh, you mean the, for the Twin Towers? Because World yeah. Trade Center 7, which is what we're actually talking about, is right. a completely different building. And they just right. they rebuilt it. Uh, the original was 40, 47 stories tall, tall uh, and red masonry. Uh, the new one uh, was started in 2002, completed in 2006, like I said, is 40, uh, 52 stories tall, uh, plus an right. underground floor, making it the 28th tallest uh, building in New York. Oh. So, uh, there uh, is a lot of conspiracy theories about this, I'm guessing, since we are going to talk about it. That's right. Uh, but we should go into kind of it, its collapse, according to this. Uh, the North uh, Tower, uh, known as World, er, World Trade Center 7, uh, collapsed September 11, 2001, hit, hit by heavy de debris from the World Trade Center, damaging the south face of the building and starting fires that continued throughout the afternoon. The collapse also caused damage on the southwest corner from floor 7 to 17 and the south face for floor 44 and the roof. Other po possible structural damage including a vertical gash near the center of the south face between floors 24 and 41. Right. So it was hit by parts of, of the Twin Towers, or one of the Twin Towers. That's what right. the official story is. Because uh, the two towers would be World Trade Center 6 and 5. Is that what I am to understand? Out of the seven? Oh, um, that's a good question. Because there's seven. I, I know that. You're right. And what was the two buildings that was actually hit? I, I'm trying to look it up right now, but I don't remember. Continue on something else and I'll find it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no. Uh, this is a little uh, backed down. Uh, this is just by the U.S. Post Office on one side and Verizon on the other. Um, and uh, it, 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 it was the far... I, 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 it was the far farthest from uh, the two towers. Uh, the World Trade Cent Center Plaza was made out of uh, five buildings and then you had... Uh, Sorry, uh, out of six buildings, and then you had the World Trade Seven in the background. They were building one and two, the main towers. Right. I, I knew that. Right. I just had. I mean, I assumed that, but I just had to uh, double check. Just because they're the biggest, it makes sense for them to be number one and two. Right. So, uh, I'm going to ask since I'm I'm seeing a map here. World Trade Center 7 is behind 6. 
Plus six damage. I don't think any other damage uh, to any other buildings. Uh... Isn't that uh, kind of weird with the position where the World Trader Center 1 and 2 is uh, in front of uh, World Trade Center 6 and 5? That would kind of, I don't know, keep the debris from... I mean, they were really, really high up, but... I'm, I'm now reading uh, when when Tower 7 collapsed, debris caused substantial damage to uh, Bureau of Manhattan College, uh, located 30th West Broadway, to the extent that the building was not salvageable. The revised plan called for a demolition in 2009. Uh, so wow. they, uh, the adjacent Verizon building and Art Deco building constructed in, in 1926 had extensive damage from the east, uh, from the collapse of World Trade Center 7, though it was unable to be restored. Uh, oh, though it was able to be restored at a cost of $1.4 billion. So when mm. World Trade Center 7 fell, it damaged two other buildings. Right. It's kind of strange. Uh, that day, like I said, I had two missionaries. Uh, uh, there, were, there is something called the Joseph Smith Memorial Center and it is uh, uh, if you look at the map that we, I have in front of me it's on the right side of World Trade Center 2 uh, on the opposite side of the road there uh, was uh, the Joseph Smith Memorial Center, uh, and that was also damaged. And I know actually two people that was killed in the World Trade Center attacks because they uh, died uh, because they had uh, uh, they did some mission work around the World Trade Centers. Actually, yeah, so some facts there, but uh, there is some conspiracy theories, like I said. All right, let's go, let's go over to uh, the first link there and we'll go down to where it says seven uh, World Trade Center. Right, uh, proponents uh, of World Trade Center controlled demolition theories. So they believe some people believe it was taken down by controlled demolition. Alleged that mm-hmm. <coughs> World Trade Center Seven, sorry, a forty-seven story skyscraper was intentionally destroyed with explosives. Unlike the Twin Towers, World Trade Center Seven was not hit by a plane, uh, although it was hit by debris from the Twin Towers and was damaged by fires, which burned for several hours until it collapsed completely at about five twenty uh, on September eleventh. <clears throat> so it was much later in the evening, like because uh, they collapsed in the morning, five twenty p.m. That's way later. Uh, mm-hmm. Several videos of the collapse event exist in public domain, thus enabling comparative analysis from different angles and different perspectives. Proponents typically say that the uh, Tower Seven uh, was not mentioned in the nine eleven report, and that the federal bar- body charged with investigating the event. Uh, required seven years to conduct its investigation and issue a report. Right. 
In November 10th, uh, Fox reporter Gerardo Rivera hosted members of a television campaign called Building What? A series of commercials uh, which in 9-11 members asked questions about uh, Seven World Trade Center and called for investigation into its collapse. Uh, Rivera called it uh, the television ads uh, not uh, so easy to dismiss those uh, demonstrators were instead of that if it, explosives were involved that would mean the most obnoxious protesters in recent years were right days later Rivera appeared on the program Freedom Watch with legal analyst Judge Andrew Napolitano and Fox Business Network to discuss the Building What TV series ad campaign. Napoleon started, it's hard for me, to, for me to believe that Seven World Trade Center came down by itself. Uh, I was gratified to see Gerardo Rivero investigating it. Uh, well, it says here... While others suggest that uh, government insiders may have wanted to destroy key files held inside the building pertaining to corporate fraud, uh, the buildings house dozens of federal, state, and local government agencies, according to statements reported by the BBC film producer Dylan Avery. Uh, the destruction of the building was suspicious because it housed some unusual tenants, including uh, CIA office on the 25th floor, an outpost for the Secret Service, uh, the mm -hmm. Securities and Exchange Commission, and the New York City's Emergency Command Center. Uh, the former chief counterterrorism advisor for the president, Richard Clark, does not think that uh, a World Trainer Center 7 was mysterious and said that anyone could have rented floor space in that building. And this is an interesting one. At the time, no steel frame high set through. Yeah, sorry? Uh, yes. The next one down, actually. At the time, BBC News reported the collapse of uh, Seven World Trade Center 20 minutes before it actually fell. The BBC uh, stated that many news sources were reporting the imminent collapse of uh, World Trade Center. Uh, the day of the attacks. Jane Stadley, the reporter who announced the collapse prematurely, called it a, a very small and very honest mistake caused by her thinking on her feet after being confronted with reports she had no way of checking. So somehow BBC announced it, they say, on accident 20, more, 20 minutes before it happened. It's a little weird. Right. That's weird. That is extremely weird. Uh, extremely weird. Should we talk about the NIST report? Uh, we'll go into that in a minute, because that's going to be one of the last things we go into. But have you ever seen the video yeah. of... Um, who was it? Uh, on the day of 9-11, the video... Uh, there's a video out there of uh, the Howard Stern show as it's happening. Yes, yes. Yes. And they they do kind of the same thing where they call it before that. it happens. Yeah. 
yes, it's very, very interesting. <laughs> and 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 how Stern uh, goes and like, you we should bomb those terrorists. Just make sure it's the right terrorist and things like that. Right. It was. It's very, very. It's a very um, wedge. I mean, yeah, you could call it a lot of coincidence uh, or whatever else, but uh, yeah, uh, here's go go to the rational wiki. Nine Eleven Commission report didn't mention the collapse of uh, World Trade Center Seven. Many truthers, such as historian Danielle Gasner, has pointed out have pointed out that the Nine Eleven Commission report was supposed to deliver a complete description of the events occurring that day and omitted any news of. Uh, Tower 7, uh, the Tower 7 collapse, a few hours later due to fire. Uh, they used this fact to empower the theory that the U.S. government wanted to hide the key event uh, that may look suspicious for, to the general public and shed light on many others and uh, many other inconsistency in the events, uh, such as the reporter Jane Stanley from BBC reporting it had collapsed 20 minutes before it did. Truthers generally think that this, because... World Trade Center 7 isn't mis mentioned, it must be Bush who did it. The rebuttal is ridiculous. The claim, however, rather simple. The commission did not consider a collateral damage engineering disaster, which occurred hours after the attack, to be relevant. Instead, uh, World Trade Center 7 was covered by hundreds of pages of engineering report prepared by NIST. Right, like you were saying. Well, I, I think that's one of the things that uh, I will kind of call them 9-11 troopers, that, because that's what uh, what they are called now. That's what they call themselves, I, I think, some of them, so there you go. Right. Yes. The 9-11 troopers have a lot of things that I think are incredibly interesting, and I will, will, will never say that... Uh, I believe 100% what I was told by the government. I will never say I believe 100% I believe what the conspiracy theorists believe. I will say that the truth is maybe some some some, some of one and some of the other. So it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to, to talk uh, talk about this because I find I find arguments on both sides. Uh, very compelling. Right, that's why it's interesting. Uh, yes. Another theory: World Trade Center Seven was demolished in order uh, by order of its owner. Uh, this mm -hmm. comes primarily between uh, from two miscommunications. The first was a BBC was by the BBC again, who broadcast an erroneous report that uh, Tower Seven had collapsed while the building could still be standing. Uh, while while the Oh, they announced that it, it it had fallen while it could still be... St st is that right? Oh, yeah. Well, it could still be seen standing through the window of a New York studio. Uh, the second was an evacuation order that went out shortly before the building, uh, badly damaged in the collapse of the main tower and fire, collapsed on its own. According to the NIST report in 2006, Federal Building and Fire Safety Investigation into the World Trade Center Disaster... Uh, the reasons for the collapse included debris from uh, World Trade Center One. Although yeah, it was but completely uh, un 
far away. It is quite far away. But you got to consider how tall the two main towers were. Something, if it's falling off the very top, could travel a pretty far distance if it was moving left or right, I guess. Right. And it's going to get and caught by the wind. If it got caught by the wind. Oh, yeah. But then again, I, I, I find it interesting then uh, that uh, since you said tower six and five was in church and uh, one and two is in front of five and six and seven is in the background on the other side of the right road. exactly yeah i don't but, know i don't know how that works uh, uh, maybe they explain that in the actual thing but uh here's something conspiracy theorists have al also tried to claim that pull is standard jargon within the demolition industry to fire demolition charges within the building. Demolition experts have denied this. The usual t term would actually be shoot it or blow it. Pulling refers to a procedure uh, of attaching cables to a building and using a heavy vehicle to pull it over. Something that would have been fairly easy for observers to detect, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, yeah, that would be kind of, yeah. So, yeah, sometimes they they say they can hear somebody saying pull in the background of this, like, uh, news report before the building right. fell in one of the videos, uh, saying that that could have been from somebody who was doing the demolition, but that's not even the right word. Right. It's like saying fire in the hall and thinking you're getting pizza. That's not what it means. I mean, the, one of the reasons they... I guess I, I would kind of give some credence to some of this is... Uh, when you talk about uh, the main towers and people say... Mm -hmm. uh, they they fell because uh, the jet fuel was so burned so hot that it melted the steel. Is that what you were right. to understand, right? But this building wasn't yes. hit by a plane. There was no jet fuel there. It was just regular right. fire, but it also collapsed this without any jet fuel being involved. Uh, mm -hmm. And the reason they say it fell over is because of the fire. So that's a little interesting. Mm. Uh, expl uh, explosions were coming out of the windows of the tower, indicators of explosive de de demolition is one of the things that they say. Uh, and the explanation is that the uh, 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 the debris expelled from the buildings to the floor pancaked off on top of them, and then it will like it, it will be like me clapping my hands together like this. It will always be air coming out of the sides of me clapping together. Right. Exactly. And that's what happened. Right. My favorite Very one, pressure. scroll down to where it says space beams, uh, theory put <laughs> forward by Ju Judy Wood, Dr. Judy Wood, claiming that the oh, plane, plane uh, that the planes hit towers, uh, but they were also hit by an energy weapon from space. Also mm -hmm. a, a term known as dustification, uh, pseudoscientist Richard Hogland was so enamored by the theory, he went to a conference in Amsterdam to de deliver a lecture about uh, Wood's theory for more than two hours. He did not have Wood's permission and only acknowledged her the in the theory briefly. Uh, <laughs> Woods was a guest on Coast to Coast AM 
reigniting her contention that the towers were dustified. Uh, even George Norrie showed little impatience when Wood said, "Well, all the tower, well, all the towers still there, and aren't the, aren't they?" Uh, Norrie replied, "Are we being silly now?" Mm. Yeah, China was involved. Mm-hmm. Like everything, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't even try to. To get to southern directions. Was it a little too early to say it, it was? was yeah, too early for that. Yeah. Yeah. If it happened today, guess <laughs> would get blamed. <laughs> right away. Uh, but you found a, a, a NIST video uh, that I find yeah, very interesting. Maybe we should watch it? I, I should mention before we get into this how I found it, and okay. I don't know, did you look up uh, Tower 7 or anything on YouTube? Yes. Yes. And what did you find? Nothing. 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 This subject has been basically completely wiped from YouTube. It's pretty Absolutely impressive. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. And the, well, the only things you do find are things from <clears throat> like this, from the National Institute of Standards and Technology, or other ones from, you know, uh, mainstream news outlets or maybe something from the government itself but there's uh youtube when they said they were getting rid of conspiracy theories this was obviously one of them actually there is a youtube channel i, I regular right i've been following regularly for a while it was called all time all time conspiracies did you ever follow that mm -hmm. uh channel no i was i followed it for a really long time and when they uh changed over the policy for conspiracy theories uh, they're now mm -hmm. called Uncovered. It's the new name <laughs> of their YouTube channel. So they couldn't even... Be because, they live, because they live in this clown world filled with clowns, look. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yep. So this video, this video, uh, what is it going to show us? They're going to tell us why the... Tower 7 fell, according to the actual uh, government report. So, give me a countdown. Yeah, I'm just going to warn people, there's a lot of cheesy fucking music in this. Uh, 3, 2, 1, play. Yeah, that intro looks like something from, I don't know, the late 90s, in early 2000s. Eight. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> New York City. But in this video, we actually <coughs> get to see a video of the, or a video of the collapse, which you can't find anywhere else. Right. There it goes. September 11th. According to a three-year comprehensive building and fire safety investigation just completed by the National Institute of Standards and Technology, or NIST. World Trade Center 7 collapsed because of fires. We really have a new kind of progressive collapse that we have discovered here, which is a fire-induced progressive collapse. In fact, we have shown for the first time that fire can induce a progressive collapse. NIST okay. used detailed data describing the building and its contents to create the most complex computer simulation of a structure collapse ever made. That's not what it looked like. We just saw it. <laughs> they just showed us this. They just showed us this model, and it looked nothing like the video we just saw two seconds ago. Sprinklers in the lower half of WTC seven, allowing fires on those floors to burn for seven hours. 
The NIST computer model was okay. validated with I want to see the model all the way through. Why do they keep cutting it off? Accounts and other I don't know. It shows that heat from fires expanded long support beams, causing connections and floors to fail. So you look at the floor okay. here, and eventually this column 79 is going to buckle. It fails, and then the entire vertical progression takes place. The buckled column caused additional collapsed floors and falling debris that removed support from adjacent interior columns. A chain reaction then caused other interior columns to fail in quick succession. The outside shell of the building fell. The NIST team found no evidence that explosives were involved in the collapse. And our analysis showed that even the smallest explosive charge that was capable of bringing down the critical column in the building had it occurred, uh, we would have seen sound levels of 120 to 130 decibels about a half a mile away. That would have mm. been an incredibly loud sound, and that sound was not picked up by any of the videos or witnesses that we have talked to. The team found that World Trade Center 7's design that is interesting. consistent with the relevant building right. codes when it was built. Our high-rise buildings in this country are very, very safe. Having a collapse of this nature is a very rare event. Nevertheless, to ensure that buildings do not collapse in fires, even when sprinklers fail or are not present. Right, so the sprinklers failed in the building, I guess? Of the fire mm -hmm. performance of structures with long span floors and other design elements similar to WTC7. The team's report also calls for stronger codes, standards, and practices so that other buildings don't suffer the same fate. Okay. Hmm. So that's their official explanation, right there, is that yeah. the sprinkler system completely fa failed in the entire building, I guess. That day, uh, it seems a little convenient. I feel like I've also heard reports that people heard explosions on that day, but I, I don't know. Right. Uh... Look, uh, I'm going to go first where this ends up on the crazy scale for me, because guess what? It ends up on a five. It's so in the middle of me for me. I don't think it's crazy enough to be unproven, and I don't think it's crazy enough to be proven. So more in the middle than that, you, <laughs> you can't get. So, I, I, I guess, I, I'm not a 9-11 trooper, but I'm not uh, uh, one that actually believes the whole theory either. I, I, I can, like I said, uh, I can see where people are coming from, and it's, it's hard for me to believe... A hundred percent story that the government gave us. One of the reasons why I find it so hard to believe is that they lied so much right after. I think That's if true. Bush, did, <laughs> yeah, if Bush didn't lie about Saddam Hussein and the mass weapons of mass destruction like five minutes after this happened we would probably not have this discussion as as hardly as we have it now. Sure. But 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 with them lying about who attacked us, why wouldn't they lie about how it fucking happened? 
I mean, I think this whole thing stems out of just uh, almost linguistics in the sense that when we say 9-11 or when we talk about 9-11 in, in just popular culture or just in everyday life, people talk about the t Twin Towers and they never right. mention Tower 7. But what I don't think people think about is uh, the Pentagon was hit that day too and we never talk about that yep. either. Uh, we and don't say was this, the Twin the Towers third, and the Pentagon. Yeah. And then there was this third um, flight that was uh, uh, gotten to the ground in Pennsylvania, was it? Yeah, somewhere on, on the East Coast where yeah. it, cr it crash-landed, uh, right. supposedly because the, the uh, people on the plane took it over, but I think that's right. still kind of up in the air. Um, right. But I, as I'm to understand, I mean, when I, that's what I think of uh, when I think of this is like the reason people really have a problem with it is because we don't talk about it. We only talk about the Twin Towers and right. maybe that would fix this situation for people. Some people, if initially it was talked about more and not just kind of uh, treated like it was a secondary afterthought, you know what I mean? So right. that has a lot to do with it. Overall, I think I agree with you and give it a five where it's so in the middle and uh, I mean, there's so much, uh, there's so many years have gone by and it's still something people are talking about. Uh, so I can't discount it uh, that much, but I'll give it a five right in the middle. Movie round. Movie, movie, movie. Uh, look, have you seen any movies this week? I saw a couple movies this week. Uh, I saw a movie, I think, it, I want to say it was from middle of this year called Late Night. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with what's her name? Who's the older lady in this? Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson. and mm -hmm. Mindy Kaling, right? Yeah. Oh, it's so, got Hugh Dancy yeah. in it. It's got a few actors and actresses you would know in it, actually. Uh, I mean, everybody out there. Yeah, it came out in June. Yeah, so not too long ago. Uh, this movie was bad. This was not a good movie. Oh, yeah. It's it's. Uh... I don't understand the love for for this. There's love for this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I I've lis I listened to some uh, YouTube uh, videos. Uh, uh, I think it was on the Screen Junkies show. They talked about how funny and how much they love this show and uh, this movie. And I was like, what the fuck did they see in this movie? Uh, as far as I can tell, <laughs> I don't think this movie was written by a human. <laughs> because who wrote this uh, to appeal to what audience, Fro? Right? Think about mm, it. Who is the I, audience for this film? Mm, Rich no late night talk show hosts. So that's the mm -hmm. what? It's like a movie for ten people, a handful of people. You know what I mean? Like, there's nobody that this movie actually appeals to. If you actually think about it, and you, and it's not that funny. That's well, that's that's my main problem with it. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I can't really think of any parts that made me laugh. Uh, and it oh. was very... It didn't make any sense in parts. To, that's why it seemed like it was, wasn't written by a human. Because it went from one thing to another in certain spots where it was like, that didn't feel natural or any... It felt like mm. it was being written by a robot. Right. Um, and just the characters themselves don't feel human, I guess, is another thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, I give it a 2.5.
Oh yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's bad. Hey, look, uh, you can write this down uh, already because if you haven't seen this for next week, I I will be very 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 disappointed. It's called the fanatic look. Okay. The fanatic. Uh, it has uh, people like James Paxton, Jacob Grodnick, Anna. Goldra Devon Savar, but in the main lead role we have John Travolta. Look. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and do you know who directed this amazing movie? Fred Durst. What? <laughs> okay. Yep. That's random. That is <laughs> Fred Durst directed a movie. I didn't even know he uh, was a director. If if people want to know who Fred Durst is, look up Limp Biscuit. Mm-hmm. Right, he hasn't been relevant for many, many years. Uh... <laughs> He's most known from Limp Biscuit. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. I guess he's... Oh, yeah. Trying or at least trying to get into. Oh, I'm seeing a lot of acting credits on his IMDb page. Let's see how many directing credits he has. Twenty four directing credits. <laughs> Almost yeah, all of them are music videos. Short, short. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, this has seventeen percent on Metacritic. A whopping three point eight out of ten on IMDb. Look. It's about a fanatic that uh, stalks his favorite action hero and destroys his fucking life. And it's yeah, with John I... Travolta in the main role as the fanatic. Oh, I was assuming he was going to play the celebrity. All right. No! No! And, um, you know, you've seen Rain Man, right? Many years ago. Right. Uh, you know how people are getting like a little like uh, worried that people are portrayed in a different in special ways and things like that. The way John Travolta portrays this main main person in this movie is the most offensive thing I have ever seen in my entire life. It's it's it is so atrociously bad. I'm giving this movie a clean, good, old-fashioned fro zero. Okay. Apparently, mm-hmm. Fred Durst directed The Long Shots with Ice Cube in 2008, bro. <laughs> I remember that movie. Uh, I remember that movie as well. <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah... Uh, check out this Fred Durst uh, movie, uh, The Fanatic, with John Travolta to next week. Please, please watch it, Luke. <laughs> please. <laughs> please, double please. Oh, we'll see hmm? if I can find it and everything. Uh, what else did uh, I see? I saw a Netflix movie. Me too. I uh, hope it's the same. I'm guessing it is called Car Deck? Yep. <laughs> It is called Kardec. 
Uh, right. It is a... What? I don't know what uh, country this is from, but it sounded French to me. We. Oui. Uh, oh. It is French. It's Brazilian. Oh, Brazilian? Okay. I'm just looking it up now. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they speak French in Brazil. Um, it definitely sounded, sounded French. French. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was about a... Uh, in in the past, when they would they believed in those seances and they believed in floating tables and things like that, uh, and it's mm -hmm. about this guy who is a scientist who is studying whether this phenomenon is real or not, and he kind of gets sucked into it. Um, I don't know. What do you think about this movie? Uh, I actually kind of liked it. Uh, it. It isn't the worst movie I've seen this week. Uh, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> because I saw, the, I saw The Fanatic with John Travolta. But uh, yeah, no. Um, what did I think about it? It was, uh, it, it was on par with a lot of other Netflix movies lately. But, but it, like I said, it's not the worst movie I've seen, but it wasn't especially good either. Yeah, I thought it was pretty middle of the road, but it I was entertained yeah. by it and nothing terrible oh, yeah. happened and oh. um okay acting. And I thought the acting was very good. I, I thought the storyline was very interesting. I thought uh the set design was very very well well done. So altogether I gave it a 6.5. Oh, I give it a 6, yeah. Perfect. Okay. So what else are we going to be... Uh, or, oh, I guess that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was it. So let's watch a trailer uh, for It Chapter 2. Hello, my name is... Oh. Do you think that really works? Because in every movie, it's like, people are always like, go to their old house and just say, hey, I used to live here, and people just let you in. So could you just do that anywhere, even if you didn't live there? You just go, hey, I used to live here. And they'd be like, yeah, come on in. <laughs> there is actually a movie uh, I remember uh, that was based on that, where, where it is a serial killer that goes around, like, killing people. By telling them that? I used to live here? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what that movie was called. It was a good movie. That would be a good title for it. I used to live here. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see it, but it's also three fucking hours long. Right, exactly. Yeah. And maybe because of scenes like that, we just watched. <laughs> I love the first one. Do you like the first one? Uh, are you talking about the first one with Tim Curry, the first one, or the first one from last year? Last year. Right, right, okay. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I mean, I, I had seen the original many years ago, and it felt like, yeah. The same movie, almost. Uh, well, the Tim Curry is a little too um, over the top.
this one seems a little more interesting to me from the trailers I've seen of this movie, from the, mm -hmm. uh, compared to the the first one. I mean, are you? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of silly the way she's running. It's like, how would you not be able to get away from that lady if she's running like that? We can do this, but we have to stick together. I mean. They have gotten a lot of good actors, that's for sh fucking sure. Oh, yeah. End of it. Hello. Okay. So, look, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Uh, it Chapter 2, defeated by members of the Losers Club, the evil clown Pennywise returns 27 years later to terrorize the town of Derry, Maine, once again. Now adults and childhood friends have long since gone their separate ways, but when people start disappearing, uh, Mike calls the others home for one final stand. Damaged by the scars from the past, the United Losers must conquer their deepest fear to destroy the shape-shifting Pennywise. You can go your own way. Uh, 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, 58% on Metacritic, and 87% of Google users like the film. Mm. Bill Hader, James McEnroy, Jessica Chastain, Bill Skarsgård. Jesus Christ. Man, really... They really have given it the big, uh, big, uh, what, what do you say? Hoopla. Okay. <clears throat> it ends with a big balloon. <laughs> 7 out of 10, Tom Holland, 2016. I wonder if that's the real Tom Holland. That would be funny. Uh, for 24, 7 years, I dreamt of you. I craved you. I've missed you. Pro. The casting director was much shines the spotlight here. Uh, if the category was best casting director in the Academy Award, I'm all uh, uh, for be that. It chapter two is not a, a ovation uh, for choosing the right actors to <laughs> to play the right characters. They resembled a lot of the younger selves with the procedures. Cons. The real uh, form of it is upsetting and disappointing. I can strongly say that the majority will love its true form from the 1990s television miniseries com compared to the remake because it looks scarier, deadlier, and more realistic. All right, I went to the Facebook. Uh, their Facebook is just... Uh, the It Facebook, so it was the same Facebook as the original movie, uh, or the first one, I mean. Uh, James Swear says, read it in the early 90s, these two movies have me flashing back to passages from the books and things that they changed in in the movies and omitted. Uh, Chris Conley, I've been waiting since the first came out to see Chapter 2. I, I saw it yesterday, and all I can say is I left highly disappointed. Just my opinion, though. Michelle Engelbrecht says, uh, 
laugh out loud, already watched this this morning. It could have been better. It could be better. Yeah. There's so many it puns we could do. So many it puns. Have you seen it, for example? Yes. It. Will you see it? it. Uh, <laughs> come on! It is funny! See? It, it is funny, sure. It, it is funny. Uh, also coming out this uh, week, yeah, look, what other other movie come out this week? Uh, Chicharron. Chicharron? Chicharor. Oh, no, Chicharor. I thought it was Chicharron, but it's Chicharor. Yeah. Uh, following a group of friends from a university as they progress in middle-aged life uh, and go on to um, go their separate ways. Uh, it's a Bollywood, yeah, Bollywood film. Yeah, it's it's uh, almost as long <laughs> as it. It is it's two hours and 25 out. minutes, yeah. Uh, yeah. 8.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 55% on Rotten Tomatoes, 97% of Google users liked it, though. 97%, that's pretty good. It had a budget of 70 million ENR. I have no clue how much that was. Indian, Indian national rupee? Oh, rupee. In the Indian rupee, that's what it was. Okay. How much is 70 million Indian rupees in dollars? Uh, let me look. I will. I will talk uh, about uh, the box office while Luke looks. Ninety, ninety-eight, ninety-seven point, nine. Uh, or nine, nine million seven hundred and eighty thousand, basically. So, not that much. Uh, yeah, seven hundred million to nine to like around ten million. Yeah, it's a it's quite a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the opening numbers uh, is what we are looking for, and you got 91 million opening weekend. Wow. 91 fucking million for a three-hour movie. It was the only movie that came out this weekend, so uh, it had nothing to compete Still, against. Well. No, com no competitors, and I guess people just wanted to see a horror movie this weekend, because that's a very good it opening weekend. Yeah, but still, rated R horror movie for three hours, and the uh, the reviews has been uh, <laughs> the reviews has been. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see if my uh, Rambo will beat ninety one fucking million. I think that will be a very 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 hard. That's going to be a hard one to beat for any of these movies, uh, is what I'm thinking. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, Ad Astra, I think, is kind of a... It's a hard one to call, whether it's going to be really... really if it's going to do really, really well, or it's going to do mid, middle of the road. But it could do really, really well. We could be super surprised by that. But I think probably Rambo is probably your best chance to beat me, but we'll see. 91 million, though. Mm. Uh, coming up next, uh, no, plugs, plug, 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 audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen, that's audible.com slash another digital citizen, 
We will be watching Clash of Champions this week. So if somebody wants to, for some reason, to join us on Skype, you're more than welcome to do that this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Message me or Luke on Skype. So we will get you in. Uh, you wanted to talk to a little about the Dave Chappelle thing? Yeah, do you see this? Uh, yeah. The score on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> yep. It has gotten a 27 on Rotten Tomatoes by the critics. But a 99% from the audience <laughs> score. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's saying something. It's just weird. It doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, we both watched it. It definitely doesn't deserve 27%. 27, no. I gave it a 9 out of 10. You gave it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, I don't I don't know. You know, I mean, I've read some of these things. It's like, edgy but empty. Sticks and stones might not break any bones, but it won't elicit any laughs either. It doesn't I laughed like... my fucking head out. Right. Yeah. I found this so funny. Like dropping in on a, a rascally uncle who doesn't know or doesn't care uh, how much he's disappointing you is another review. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, stupid. Stupid! Stupid, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you see PewDiePie getting his 100 million button? Oh, yeah. Right, and then the day afterwards, yeah. there's like some big controversy happening online about him giving money to the Anti-Defamation League or something? Yeah. Because apparently they've badmouthed him in the past, and now he's giving them money, and so everybody's very confused by it. I find it kind of funny, yeah. That they gave him money to some somebody that... Uh, it reminds me a little of uh, when Michael Moore gave money to... To, to somebody who had spoken bad about him in one of his movies. Do you remember that? No. Uh... <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think he was bowling for Columbine or something like that. Okay. He, he gave 100000 uh, to someone that had spoken badly about him. <laughs> because he likes the word of 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 mouth and things like that, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I I watched one of my favorite YouTube channels. Uh, they talked about this very 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 funny thing about uh, Jeremy Renner. I'm guessing where that's where you saw it as well. I saw it before it it actually happened. So uh, somebody oh, else really? I follow. I want to say it was Memeulus. When it okay. was when the app was still open, when it was still up, he made a, a a funny video about it, just being like, "What is this app for? Like, who is using this app?" and and like saying uh, how much you would get ripped off by it. Who was it that made that video? Let me, let me look it up and double check to make sure who it was. But uh, yeah, because the internet today had a big video of it this week. Right, but it came that oh. that video came after. Uh, it had already it shut down. Stopped. Oh, Danny yeah. Gonzalez. Right. Danny Gonzalez, okay. He's another kind of... He's a, an American... Oop, I just started his video there, so everybody heard his voice. Uh, he's another kind of American um, commentary channel 
who he's okay. he uploads very rarely it seems like but i follow him because he's just kind of funny i think he came over from vine actually believe it or not uh, oh really yeah he he uploaded this on my birthday uh i'll even post you the video so you can watch it later from and i'll probably post it right. on twitter as well uh yes and he posted it on my on my birthday and the app got shut down a few days after i believe uh right and so this might have been where it started, where everybody saw this that this app was there, and then it kind of got taken over by uh, trolls is what happened with this app. It was really ridiculous. Right. I mean, the app was stupid to begin with, but what I'm to understand from the video we watched on Internet <laughs> Today, there are other apps <laughs> like this for other celebrities out there. Yeah, like Kylie Jenner has an app called Kyler. That's so weird. Yeah. I think it's just weirder that it's Jeremy Renner, because who would want to be following just <laughs> Jeremy Renner? Uh, I so I so wish that we could play some of his music without being... That's black. the first place I saw... Uh, well, I mean, you know, I knew him from the, the Marvel movies or whatever, but I don't watch those. So I'm not really, like, uh, I don't really know anything about him or anything like that. Uh, but I started getting commercials on TV... Or on YouTube videos for like uh, car commercials with Jeremy Renner playing playing guitar, and I was like, "What is this? Is Jeremy Renner a musician? What what's happening right here?" <laughs> and it turns out he really is trying to be a musician. We we should uh, watch one of the commercials at least. Okay, let me look because at. Uh, I I think I think that's perfect. I don't remember what car it was even. No, I'm just gonna uh, Jeep. Jeep, yeah, right. Jeep was it? Jeep, okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jeremy Renner just shut down his uh, uh, fan app, uh, and uh, and uh, it was because of trolls, uh, and uh, uh, so late Wednesday he shut it down, and uh, he said uh, goodbye. In the post, my sincere apologies for this. Uh, 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 have not turned out the way it was intended, so that's kind of funny. <laughs> but let's 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 watch. I gotta Jeep preface app. the Jeep app before I, we even talk about it because it's like right. it's this weird product integration. Okay, it, it's this weird product integration where they're selling Jeeps but they're also promoting his album. So like the song in the commercial is his song. And then we'll just get into it. Go ahead. Okay. In three. Oh, sorry. Started out to play. In three, two, one, play. So all this is his music. Yeah, this is his music here. Yeah. And every one of these commercials kind of follows a formula where he starts out somewhere and then he gets in his car and he always ends up at some kind of music like gig, some kind of event where he shows up and he starts singing for like a crowd of people. And they oh this is his his one of his songs. I guess it's called Main Attraction. See? <laughs> wow. Doesn't it make you want to buy a Jeep, bro? Uh, no. So when I first saw these commercials, I was like, 
okay, he's just pretending to be a singer, and they just have him, you know, right. like singing some right. song that they found, whatever. But it's actually his music. It's so weird. Yeah, that's very weird. And I wonder how much they. Pay. I mean, I understand that they would use him because he's a part of the adventures, but they also have to pay him the fucking fee for the song. And it, and it wasn't amazing. It sounds like something very generic, yeah, rock and roll kind of uh, music, a little like emo, maybe emo rock. I don't even know what it is. It's not. It's not music that anybody would listen to in 2020. I know that. No, it's like music that would not. come out in 2002, right? It, it reminds me a little of Chemical Romance. Really, I think it's a little more close to um what am i thinking of you know some kind of 90s band uh, like saliva or something like that oh yeah yeah saliva <laughs> you all remember saliva out there right <laughs> <laughs> me and luke are just <laughs> even knows that was a fucking band in like this anyway uh next next week we have quite a packed week because one of my favorite things to do is uh, the main topic is new folk uh, TV premiere. I love talking TV and movies, and we are going to go through all the new folk TV premieres. I have seen every fucking trailer of the, I think it's 14 new shows that are just coming out this uh, fall. Uh, oh, it's way, I think it's more than that, but uh, we're at least going to cover 14, yeah. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm very stoked for some things, uh, some things I could not give two fucks about. Right, so exactly. We, we, we will talk all about that next week. Uh, we will have another digital review of Hustlers. Uh, I'm going to guess it has something to do with gambling. Uh, sounds like it. Yeah, I would guess so. It could be a gangster uh, movie, I guess, as well. I don't know. Yeah, could be. Uh, we will do Undone, episode one. This comes out the 13th of September. If you want to watch this before we do, we're just going to cover one episode. Uh, at the time, uh, so the first episode we will cover uh, next week. It comes all out on Amazon Prime uh, video on the, the 13th. So uh, grab that while you can. Uh, we will also do a review of the Democratic Debate, of course. Uh, a lot shorter than the two. last two because it's only one day but, and it's only ten people, so it'll be way quicker than last time's. Yes, but uh, yeah, we like to guess at three things that we think are going to happen in the news for the next week. I will let you begin this week. Sure. Hmm. Let's see. Um, we're definitely going to get some Brexit news. Uh, I am oh, sure of that. Uh. Probably something more about this uh, spy in Russia is my guess. We'll get mm -hmm. something about that, and then uh, hmm. a wild card. Come on, what? go out of, of 
Uh, come on, give me a wild card. Uh, some kind of dinosaur is going to be found somewhere. How about that? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I'm going to guess that we are going to cover something to do with Julian Assange, because it's been a long time since we heard anything about that. I'm going to guess that we will hear something about um, the new nuclear deal that Trump is getting, trying to get through. And what is my wild card? Um, uh, what about Hungarian stripper finds the real Nazi thresher train? Okay, uh, that would be cool yeah. if that actually happened. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could you get more out of it than that? <laughs> Uh, anything else you want me to cover or we should talk about before we go? Hmm. Uh, no, I think that's it. Stay safe. Enjoy Class of Champions. We will talk. Maybe we'll talk a little about it next week. We will probably forget it like we forget like we about do. it. Every... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's WWE. Oh, yay. <laughs> We haven't become ECW. No, what are they called again? Not ECW. AEW. Oh, AEW, right, yeah. Yeah. When is this set starting again? Beginning, I think it's the first week in October. I don't remember the exact day, first but week? it's, yeah, oh, first week okay. of October. So no, we're not that far away. No, we're not. Oh, it will be interesting. Okay, uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, my name is Fro, and I'm 40. His name is Luke, and he's 36. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. <laughs> <laughs>